Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Steve Krebs Show podcast. Today we're going to lay out Uncle Stevie's Holiday Survival Guide. I don't know about you, but in my world, the holidays are pretty stressful. (laughs) They can be pretty stressful. You got to remember, you're rolling into the holiday season. You're going to be eating more. You're eating more sugar. You're eating things you shouldn't. You're drinking more. You're around people that trigger you. You're around family. Your routines are off. Your habits are twisted up. You're getting less sleep. If you have children, you're focused on creating Christmas for them. So there's all these booby traps or landmines that we walk through during the holidays. And when you're a kid, Christmas is the shit. I look back to when I was a kid, and man, I, I was probably the biggest Christmas fan of all time. Legitimately, I used to shake when I would wake up that morning, I was so excited. And I would wake up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And then finally, my parents would let us get up, I think, at like 6 a.m. And then as you get older, things just change. Now, we don't have children, so we don't have the joy of creating that same experience for kids yet. So it's just a different experience as an adult, regardless of if your family is amazing or not. There's still all these little booby traps as we move through the holidays. Now, the average person from Halloween to Christmas packs on anywhere from 10 to 15 pounds of body fat. Specifically, up in the colder areas, if you live up north, it's more apt to happen. Right, boozing more, eating more sugar, going to Christmas parties, holiday parties, and it just starts at Halloween time and just works its way through. So that's number one. Number one tip in holiday survival is to make sure that when you're not at a party or you're not at a family gathering, that you keep your shit together nutrition-wise. Right, The one thing that we can control as human beings, probably more than anything else, is what goes into our mouths. Now, don't make this dirty and don't start thinking about weird shit because some of you probably are into some weird shit and I support your weird shit as long as it doesn't negatively affect anybody else. But right now, we're talking about nutrition and in terms of nutrition, you take it from a former fat kid. right? A lot of ter- times, nutrition or overeating comes from emotional pain, right? Emotional pain, emotional trauma, things that we get stressed out about and the holidays are some of the most stressful things of all time. So one very simple way you can make sure that your stress levels stay down as long as with your insulin levels and your sugar levels is your ability to control your nutrition in the times where you're not at parties. And I'm not telling you to completely go Spartan lifestyle on this thing and not have fun and not enjoy food. But in terms of overall behavior patterns, habits, Stick to what's working for you. And now if you're overweight, if you're obese, if you're somebody that's not healthy, doesn't exercise, doesn't eat right, well, man, that's another podcast altogether. Like you got to get your shit together because if your nutrition is off, your energy is going to be off, your sex drive is going to be off, you're going to be triggered, you're going to be more apt to overreact emotionally because sugar is like a drug. It might as well be crack cocaine. So step one in the holiday survival guide is get your nutrition down. Number two, train, train, train train, move, move, move. On days where you know you're going to be triggered and around stressful shit, I don't care who doesn't like it. You need to train your body. As a man, the fastest path to power is in what? Our physicality, our physical strength. And it's also the best way to blow off steam. 
So on the mornings where I know I got to be around people all day long traveling around, I call it the broken home holidays because I got to bounce all over the place and see all these different family members. I need to train that day and strength training does it best for me. So I hit a strength training session no matter what. It's non-negotiable. Now you may say it's the holidays. You know, I need I deserve a break. Maybe that's so. But what I found out in my own personal experience is if I strength train on those days, I'm much more willing to go with the flow. I'm much less likely to overreact or to be triggered by other people and to get angry or to cause arguments or to, to be triggered by tension or drama that comes along with family members being around each other. It just happens. The older I get, the more it happens. Now, if you're one of these people fortunate enough to have leave it to beaver style families, that's wonderful. But guess what? Don't tell me you still don't get annoyed, still don't have issues with certain people in your family, specifically your extended family. So number one is nutrition. Number two is your own personal fitness, strength, train, 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 train. I don't give a shit if you just get up and do uh, push-ups, air squats, throw a kettlebell around, go for a run, do something, do something each day. It's not that much to ask. You got 24 hours in a day. You could literally do a workout that can shift your entire mood in 10 minutes. So you can leave your excuses at home or you're going to get some coal in your stocking, young man. So if you start to look at this, the holiday survival guide is pretty simple. It's the stuff that I preach at all times. The next piece is, wait for it, get your mind healthy, meditation. Right, clear space. If you're triggered, if you're in a family event and you feel like you're losing your mind, go find a quiet place and meditate for 10 minutes. I don't give a shit. If you feel like it'll be weird and other people will be asking where you're at, just tell people, hey, I'm gonna go for a walk real quick. I'm gonna go take a nap for 10 minutes. Just give me a second and I'll be right back. And guess what? You create a little space, you see more clearly. Now all of a sudden you don't wanna choke the shit everybody on Christmas. Now, leading up to the holidays, guys, listen, your habits are what create your results. Your habits are what create results. The next piece of this is be the most interesting person at the family gatherings and at your parties. And what I mean by that is ask questions and make it about other people. If you want to be the most popular person in the world and most popular person in parties and your family, connect other people. Be the conduit. Be the plug. Be the person that gets people having conversations, playing games. Change the traditions if you don't enjoy them. Add new things. Get people talking about stuff. Keep it positive. Stay away from religion and politics and all this bullshit because you know you're going to walk in to a hornet's nest of people, especially older people, that have different beliefs and viewpoints on the world than you do. So let's just avoid that shit at all costs and remember what the holidays are for. It's to, to show gratitude, to show appreciation, to be around the people that you love. And sometimes even though you love them, you still want to headbutt them in the nose. I get it. And this is why I'm telling you how to survive the holidays and not only how to survive, but to thrive during the holiday season. Now, the cool part is, is this advice can also be applied to every other aspect of your life. They're the main foundational things that we teach inside of the Young Bucks Academy and every other coaching program that I've ever run. If you can't control your nutrition and your exercise, well, we're not moving forward on anything else. Because if you can't control those two very basic, simple things, there is emotional trauma, there is emotional stress, and things that, that are involved in it that we need to figure out before we move to the next phase of coaching. Everybody wants to jump into talking about business and this, that, and the other thing. Well, your business is obviously going to be affected by your energy levels, the clarity that you have in your mind, your focus, your ability to push through things. And if you're physically unfit, your ability to push through things is going to be limited. So if you're 20 pounds overweight, that's step one. 
And it's a great way to prove to yourself that you can hold and stick to habits and behavior change because you have to change the way you see yourself. If you see yourself as oh, I'm the fat kid or I'm the guy that overeats or I'm, you know, I'm not the guy that can follow a nutrition plan. I can't stick to a plan. I'm a procrastinator. The list of other bullshit that you keep telling yourself, do you really think you're going to show up in any capacity at any event and perform at a, at a really high level? The answer is no. So I want you to stop thinking about this as survival and start thinking about it in, a, in your ability to thrive in current situations that cause stress especially ones that you can look back at year over year and you can kind of track your behavior and your reaction. If we take a proactive approach to any of these things, you're going to see a better result, whether it's your nutrition, your fitness, your meditation, your relationships. Most people are so triggered when they walk back into these situations that they have this like stored up floppy disk of shitty things that these people have said or done to them. It could be your own mother or father. Like, listen, man, nobody's perfect. Our parents are doing the best that they can for their level of experience and education. It's one of my favorite mantras as I go into the holidays. So step number four, have mantras ready, right? Your words, your repetitions of what you play inside of your head matter. And if you're walking in saying, fuck him, fuck her. Oh, I can't stand this person. I know they're going to say something stupid. I know they're going to say something stupid. And then you act surprised when they do. How about I meet this person with love, empathy, and understanding. They're doing the best that they can for their level of education and experience. I will not allow them to affect my holiday. Now, this sounds crazy, but guess what? It actually works. How do I know? Because I've been doing this shit for a long time because my family is actually a little stressful at times. There's a little drama. There's a little stress. And it, it really affects me during the holidays. You know, going from a kid that absolutely like adored, like I absolutely loved the holiday season. Now I look at, I almost try to avoid it because it used to stress me out so much. So I have a constant inner struggle and a battle going on with the holidays, right? On top of the fact that most people also have to stress about what? Money. You're buying gifts, you're buying things that you don't necessarily want to buy or you can't really afford to buy, but you do it anyway, so it creates financial scarcity. So now you pour financial scarcity on top of being triggered by your family and extended family and other people and in, in your own immediate family for that matter at certain times during the holiday season. It's just part of the deal. Add on to the fact that you're eating shitty, drinking more, sleeping less, and we have a, a recipe for disaster. So to thrive instead of survive during the holiday season, let's remember why we're, why it even happens. Let's, let's remember, remember the reason for the season. Now, if you're not religious, which I'm not really religious, I'm spiritual but not religious, then you find different things to think about during the holiday season. And if you don't agree with me on that, that's fine. But you're not going to change my mind, just like I'm never going to try to change yours. Your beliefs are your beliefs and mine are mine. And if we take that approach to other people, specifically our family members, as we roll into the holidays, you stop being as triggered. Only you can give someone else the power to trigger you or to piss you off or to stress you out. You're allowing that person to rent space in your mind. Actually, you've probably allowed them to pitch a tent or put a little camper up in your mind. They're just living up in that bitch. You have the power to remove them. You have the power to remove their rights to affect you in that way. You just have to what? Work on it. And, and radical change doesn't work. Big, huge change all at once does not work. It's the daily small behaviors over time that become habits and change who you believe yourself to be. So if you're somebody that tells us, I'm the Grinch, I hate the holidays, well, guess what? You're going to act like an asshole and probably ruin other people's holidays. 
which I've done in the past at times when I'm triggered and stressed out and my family's stressing me out. I know that I've probably negatively affected Bree's holidays and I'm not thrilled about that and I'm working on it consistently. Nobody's perfect here. And if the self-proclaimed gurus and fucking all the freaking coaches and relationship coaches and goofballs out here, you know, they want to make you feel like they live a perfect life. And I'm here to tell you they don't. I promise you they don't. Anybody that tries to portray their life as perfect is full of shit. And then the problem is, is that we compare ourselves to them and then wonder why we come up short on our own happiness, joy, fulfillment, r- relationships, because they are spewing bullshit out of their faces. Maybe to my own detriment, I speak the truth. I tell you exactly what I struggle with, where I'm at, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, experiences and stories that have affected me, and hopefully it benefits you in the long run. But my focus for myself and my challenge to you is to not only survive this holiday season, but to thrive by using these four to five simple strategies and techniques that I know for a fact work. Eat clean when you can, drink a lot of water, train really hard, meditate, find a mantra that works for you, create space, and ask people questions so you can be the most interesting version of yourself because people love talking about themselves. That's episode number 31, guys. I hope it was helpful for you. If you're a young man between the ages of 21 and 38 who owns a business, is an entrepreneur or a entrepreneur, and wants to step their shit up in 2019, the next Young Bunk Sprint starts January 7th. We got 13 guys in the mix. That means we got 12 spots left and open. We got about 110 applicants. So we'll see what happens with that one getting filled up. The next one will start in February. It's ybsuccess.com. The letter Y, the letter B, success.com. Episode 31 in the books. Happy holidays. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. Have a good one.